You know it's going to be a good day when your biggest concern in the morning is collecting the crumbs falling from the McDonald's crispy chicken biscuit. Your only concern should be, has your day peaked too early? Enjoy every last crumb of the new McDonald's crispy chicken biscuit for only $3. And any size soft drink for just a dollar. And you'll get your day started on a high note. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Love Talk Radio. Leave us, 
He lost his wife, his daughter was killed by a great driver. His son was also killed fighting over in China. And now he doesn't know what to do. I'm praying that he doesn't turn to the Lord. I choose to lift it up before the Lord. I don't see any other prayer requests here this morning. So we'll have Bishop in the morning prayer. I bless you, Bishop. God bless you. Let us go through the zone of grace this yes, morning. Yes. Because the Lord knows all things, and certainly He does not make any mistake. We're so grateful this morning, Almighty God, that you have allowed us to rise from our bedtimes up before from our health and our strength. Yes. That we come to magnify your holy name. And those that have brought a request before thee. Yes. Lord God, honor each one request. Because I know you know your children. You love your children. Yes. You care about your children. My God, this morning I'm asking you to continue to work out things in our life. Yes. That we might continue to be strong in you. Let our light shine in this God's world. Yes. In the name of Jesus right now. Touch every home this morning. My God, that has other requests, touch them in the name of those this morning, Lord Jesus, that have COVID. My God, you have heard of a prayer, and you are releasing many this morning. We are so grateful for your divine mercy that you are touching in the name of Jesus. My God, I may not call on my name, but you know who I'm talking about. All the souls that were under the land period of COVID. My God, I'm asking what God is it? Help us to be wise. Let us use wisdom and understanding in the name of Jesus. Reach out and touch your people everywhere. Yes. Open the doors, Lord, Lord, that we might get them back into your house and your sanctuary and to glorify your name in the name of Jesus. Oh, I thank you, Lord, for keeping us, Lord. I thank you for saving us. Thank you, Lord, right now. My God, right now, Jesus. Remember, Lord, that it is bereaved this morning. That going through yes. a bereaved yes. spirit this morning. Yes. Remember, my sister, Lord, Jesus, in Chicago. My God, that just have lost her sister. My God, touch him this morning. Hallelujah. Just have made her rest. That's just in the rest this morning. But I don't know you ain't going to keep Yes. yes. My God, in the name of Jesus this morning, strengthen your people everywhere in Jesus' name right now. Work it out for those that are praying for the nation, Lord. Find God, pray for their country, Lord. Work it out, Lord, in the name of Jesus right now. Oh, Jesus, help your people to turn to you. Find God, help us to pray that a revival might come. That souls might be saved. Yes, Lord. Keep us in your will, Lord. Not our, not our will, but your will be done. Give us a refreshing of your spirit. Yes. Give us a renewing yes. of your Holy Spirit, Lord. Yes. My God, in the name of Jesus right now. We know it's not over with, but keep us right now. Keep us under your power and your hands and deliver. And then me and God say, what must I do to be saved? Hallelujah. all these blessings in the name of Jesus. My God, there is no distance in prayer. Everywhere, everywhere. Yes, yes. Men and women is asking for prayer. Lord, they're asking for help. My God, go to Texas. My God, go to the land. My God, heal in the name of Jesus. Glory, glory. Amen. 
They're going to give you the praise. They're going to give you the glory. We're thanking them each family right now. I don't have to call you by the name of Jesus. No, they yes, who you are. Yes. Every family that has called in for prayer, this call is one. We got your number proud this yes. morning. My God, I can Jesus the convenience. Still up next year. Be encouraged in these last and even days. We have to eat nothing in Jesus' name and for his glory. Amen. 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 Testimony service. First, giving out to God, to our bishop, everybody in our studio, to everyone in Radio Land and those in Facebook Live that make up our congregation to look and chat to be a guy in the next. I'm just thankful this morning for Sunday school. I learned a lot, and I'm just thanking God for my work to take the opportunity to come back together here for another Sunday morning service. Now, testimony service is open to each and every one of you. That have a testimony or a praise report, type it in the comment section below. And we'll be glad to read your praise report and testimony. Any testimony in our studio? Amen. First, I'm going to give honor to God. Give honor to my bishop and to everyone that makes up this whole body of Christ that we that we gather together within. Uh, I thank God for waking me up another day. I thank God for saving me and filling me with the Holy Ghost. And like the song says, I believe I'll run on and see what the end's going to be. I'm going to keep on running until I get where God has for me. And I, and, and that's heaven. I, I I keep praying that he, he has that. He has my spot up there, too, because I'm working on that. I'm working hard on that. It may not seem like it to some people, but God knows. God knows. I, I know exactly what I'm doing, and I appreciate the Lord for giving me the chance that he's given me for waking me up physically and mentally and spiritually to come back to him. And I thank him for that. I thank God for covering all my family members from my children on. Sisters and brothers, I thank God for all that. I I haven't been feeling well, but that's okay because I find myself sitting in my room and I keep praising him. Sometimes I'll turn on my phone and watch videos and there's some kind of sermon will come up or a song will come up, and I meet me and Jesus be in my room just shouting on my bed. Whatever it takes, stay in his word, to stay in his spirit, to stay in his glory. That's what I'm trying to do, and I thank God for giving me that opportunity. And life that God has given him. I don't see any other testimonies. I just see um, Brother Harper. She's telling everyone God bless everyone. And Deacon Eric, he's saying good morning. And God bless Elder Shepherd. God bless everyone. This is the day the Lord has made. She says, I will rejoice and be glad in your presence for that. And I don't see any other ones one here. Sister Maya Harris is saying good morning. And God bless everyone. And Minister Robert Stewart is saying amen. So thank you, everyone, for your comments, doing in the praise and worship and prayer for section. Now we'll have Rail from one with the morning song. And we will be following Rail, the last voice of the day. Amen. We are honored with our traditions of the morning. We'll preach. Thank you also at the FYI. Let you know what day our church will be opening this month.
Lord, amen, to lift up the name of Jesus. Amen. We are many voices, amen. Uh, it won't be just one or two voices, but you're going to hear voices, amen, in the church. Because we love to give praise and give amen. glory to the Lord. Amen. God bless you on this Sunday, so Lord, the Lord, coming and nothing happened. Bishop will be looking for the face, amen, and you will be looking, Bishop, directly in his face. I love you out there in Radio Land, and God knows I love great all nations from my heart. Praise the Lord. God has blessed me to be with them almost 60 years in ministry. I can't do nothing but give praise unto Jesus for that, amen. It's not about me, praise the Lord, but it's all about Jesus. Amen. We are going to come to you, amen, uh, with the word of God this morning. And there is nothing like God's word, praise the Lord. I have watched that, and that's what keeps me alive, it is the word of God. Amen. Praise the Lord. And I'm going to share with you this morning the word of God. Put on your spiritual ears this morning. And there is nothing to hard God cannot do. You are not going through, I'm speaking to somebody this morning, there is, you're not going through uh, something this morning, man, that it, 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 God cannot bring you out of. That's right. If you put your faith in the Lord, and I'm talking to you right now, amen, no matter what state you are in, if you put your faith and trust on the Lord, right now, laying on the Lord, don't lean on to your flesh, don't lean on to your motives, amen, and your emotion, but lean on Jesus. And I want to say the Lord can pick you up where you are torn down at. God can strengthen your family, but you must be strong. Yeah. Amen. Get up, amen, and praise the Lord this morning for his goodness. Oh, he could have taken you and all of your family. Yeah. That's how good the Lord is to us this morning. I'm speaking to somebody this morning. God bless you. In your land, we're going to the word of God this morning. It's coming from amen, Second uh, Timothy. Amen. The fourth chapter, verse 1 and 4. Praise the Lord. And it reads and says, I charge thee, therefore, before God and the Lord Jesus Christ, who shall judge the quick and the dead at his appearance and his kingdom. Preach the word. The instant in season and out of season. Reprove, rebuke, and exalt with all long suffering and doubt. For the time will come and they will not endure sound doctrine, but after their own lust shall they heed to themselves teachers having itching ears. And they shall turn away their ears from the truth and shall be turned into fables. Acts 19, 1 through 6, it says that, and it shall come, and it shall come to pass that while Apollos was at Corinth, Paul had passed through the upper course, came to Ephesus, and he found certain disciples. He said unto them, have you received the Holy Ghost since you believe? And they said unto him, We have not so much as heard whether there be a Holy Ghost. 
And he said unto them, Unto what then were you baptized? And they said, Unto John baptism. Then says Paul, John verily baptized with the baptism of repentance, saying unto the people that they should believe on him who shall come after him, that is, on Christ Jesus. When they heard this, they were baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. And when Paul had laid his hands upon them, the Holy Ghost came on them, and they spake with tongues and prophesied. For a certain man named Demetrius, a civil smith, which came, which made civil shrine and dynasty, brought no small gain unto the craft, who he had called together with the workmen like occupation, and said, Sir, we know that by this craft we have our wealth. Whosoever you see and hear, that know that not alone in empathy, but almost throughout all ages, this Paul had persecuted, turned away much people, saying that they be no God, which are made with hands. Our lesson today is sharing the word of God. Paul is talking to young Timothy and addressing him to go and share the word of God. And that doesn't stop there when Paul was talking to Timothy. The scripture is awful, also is for our learning that we must share the word of God. We share Act it. We should act it. Share God's word through the ministry. God has called us to go into the world and to preach the gospel unto every creature. We have a duty as believers and as saints of God. We have a responsibility. If God has called you, we have a responsibility. Paul told Timothy to preach the word. Don't preach anything else. Don't add, don't take away, but preach the word. Be instant, in season, in out of season. Reprove with the word. Exalt with the word. With all long suffering. Suffer long with them. You know they don't understand like them, but have long suffering and doctrine. Paul would let us know that we must preach the word. Believers, the disciples were excited to see blind eyes open 
cripple, lame, sentence, and multitudes fed with a little bit of fishes and bread. Being eyewitness to the miracles had to be invigorated and faith-building. When they saw the disciples saw blind eyes being opened, crippled people being made whole, That was something they never had seen before. Perhaps they thought we have seen it all. When they saw that, they, they possibly thought they had seen it all. Yet Jesus, he that believeth on me, the work that I do, shall he do also, and greater works that these shall he do. John 14 and 15. I know they would be willing when they heard these words. When Jesus says, you're going to do greater works than you already seen me do. They didn't understand it at that time. They didn't realize, amen, that technology was going to be advanced. As it is, as we see it in our day and time. They probably searched, scratched their head in bewilderment. After all, what could possibly be greater than what they had already seen? And be truthfully about it, there was nothing no greater than what they had already seen. But Jesus was letting them know a time was coming that. The thing was going to be widespread. The gospel was going to be preached everywhere. Not only in Asia Minor, but all over the world. Preaching to certain of John this life. And that day and time, amen, John the Baptist, which was the forerunner for Jesus Christ. He will always come crying in the wilderness, make his way straight, talking about the Messiah. In Act 1 and 8, it will reveal the greatest work. The greatest work came on Act 1 and 8. But you shall receive power. After that, the Holy Ghost has come upon you. That is the greatest work, the greater work. When you receive this person's gift that God has desired for all those believers to have. And you shall be witness unto me both in Jerusalem and in all Judea and in Samaritan. And unto the utmost part of the earth, you will be my witness. Amen. That you have received a power that is coming in you. Paul, the most 
peripheries of the apostles of the New Testament he wrote, it was Paul. This man who was once a persecutor of the church, he eventually turned the world upside down with the message of the gospel. Many people didn't want to believe in Paul because, amen, anything, a man could really be changed. Saul of Tarsus was one that was persecuting the church. He was one, amen, that was actual authority is to go down to the master where the church was and stop the church from having church. On this occasion, Paul was on his way. Saul of Tarsus was on his way down on the road of Damascus. He had got authority from the high priest to go down and stop the saints of God from praising the Lord. He couldn't stand the saints of God. And the high priest gave him authority. And on his way down, I'm told about noonday, the sun was shining bright. Paul and a couple of his companions were on their way down the stop the church. They had already put men and women in jail. They had already beaten them. Paul saw the apostle was right there when Stephen was a young man. He was too young to really anticipate with what they were done to Stephen, but he held the hearts of the And he sees Stephen being stoned to death. So now this same man that they call Son is coming to preach the gospel. People were very reluctant. They thought even God could not change a man like this. But the Bible says, is there anything too long that God cannot do? There is nothing too hard that God now going to take the name from Saul uh, to Paul. Amen. And his reputation went right along with him. People know who he was. The message of the gospel. He conducted three missionary journeys and established several churches. Along all of the places, the apostles doing it and ministered, it was at Ephesus. The hell of special significance. And Ephesus, in Acts, the 19th chapter, he gives the account of his arrival. Now, as a ministry that he did while in three years, he spent a good portion of his time going from house to house and sharing the gospel 
with the peoples of Ephesus. Now, amen, I would like to say that what we have somewhere has gotten shot on as Christians. From the time when satellite or technology was not advanced as it is, and the people had to go from house to house telling mankind about the word of God. But now, amen, we got a greater something to happen to us now. That way we can sit at home and spread the gospel all over the world. That's what Jesus said, greater work that you do than what I have done. But Paul was down here in Ephesus. And before he would depart, he would direct a great missionary campaign throughout Asia. Asia was considered then as the whole world. And a new church would be established. Apollos had gone through Corinthians. And Paul was arriving in Ephesus. However, they passed Paul, and they were spreading the gospel. Both of them were preaching the gospel. But in Acts, the 19th chapter, and verse 1, tells us, And it came to pass, as they were spreading the gospel, That while Apollos was at Corinthians, Paul had passed through the upper portal, came to Ephesus, and he found certain disciples. He found certain believers that believed. Now listen, Paul found certain disciples that believed. And Paul quickly asked a question. He pointed a question. Have you received the Holy Ghost since you believe? These disciples were of John the Baptist. And Paul asked them the question, have you received the Holy Ghost since you believe? Let me end up meaning of that with the hour that I'm talking to you right now, you say that you are a believer. I'm going to ask the same question. Have you received the Holy Ghost since you believe? This question is important because it shows just and how essential the baptism of the Holy Ghost is in our salvation experience. It shows, amen, what it means to be baptized. There is a water baptism, and there is a Holy Ghost baptism. Their reply in verse 2 was, we have not so much as heard whether there be a Holy Ghost. They hadn't ever heard. 
Now, there is a lot of people today, they've heard of the Holy Ghost, but they have not received the Holy Ghost. But you say you are a believer. The Bible says these signs shall follow them that believe. If you are a believer, there is a sign that shall follow you. They shall speak with new tongues. And if they drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them. They shall lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. These are signs that will follow you after you will receive the power of the Holy Ghost. But they said we haven't, we don't even know what the Holy Ghost is. Paul knew something significant. They had not yet heard that Jesus Christ had came as a Messiah. They didn't know that Jesus had come down as a Messiah. Even John had baptized him, but they didn't know that Jesus had come as a Messiah. Paul's next question follows. Until what then were you baptized? In other words, who baptized you? They responded under John Baptist. John baptized us. Paul knew they had not heard. He knew they had heard John's message and had been baptized unto repentance. Paul quickly recognized that they were still looking for the Messiah. They had been baptized under repentance, but they were still looking for the Messiah. Water baptism, amen, under repentance was good, but amen, they needed something more than water baptism under repentance. Paul knew they were looking for the Messiah. They believed he was coming. They believed he was coming. They didn't, they didn't realize he had already came. But did not yet know that he already had arrived. They didn't know he had already arrived. Don't you know anybody there are people today in our time we live in don't know that Jesus had already arrived. Oh, my God. Oh, he didn't come. He's coming. He almost had come back the second time. But they don't know he had come the first time. Instead of a man belittling their experience or ridiculing their Paul didn't make fun of them. Like some people would, they may do. Paul did not make fun of them because they did not know. Paul began to preach Jesus. It doesn't make any difference, amen, what part of the Bible that you can go to, amen. If, if you know who Jesus is, we can start right there and preach Jesus to If you go to Genesis, we can preach Jesus. You go to the end of Revelation, we can preach Jesus. Because it's all about Jesus. He is the sixth and sixth book. Paul began to preach Jesus under them. He said, what, what then? What these disciples heard, what he had to say, they did not 
expect. They should have done. When these disciples heard what he had to say, they did accept what they should have done. They listened to the word of God. They heard Paul. And Paul began to tell them, Paul was not willing to let them think their previous baptism was sufficient for salvation. That wasn't sufficient for salvation. The baptism, amen, with water was not sufficient for salvation. And Paul was not going to let them get away with it. John, uh, the baptism of the baptism of John for repentance was very different than the New Testament church baptism that bring us into the body of Christ. You see this this baptism, Amen, that we have now, it brings us into the body of Christ. John baptism, Amen, only brought us, Amen, for Amen, uh, repentance. Salvation was too important for Israel. Cast aside simply because someone has already been baptized into repentance. Salvation is too important. The gospel and the good news is that Jesus died for our sins. He was buried and he rose. He was buried and he was resurrected on the third day. We are identified with that good news by responding to the gospel. The fathers of John immediately respond. They had no doubt that the message. All of the preaching was true. When they heard this, they were baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. When you hear this, if you have not been done in the right name, it ain't too late. You ought to go down in the name of Jesus Christ. For the remission of your sins. Paul did not stop there with the disciples of Ephesus. He said, We cannot overlook the fact that Paul did not stop with them being baptized in Jesus' name. If repentance and baptism were all it took to be saved. These disciples would have certainly have been saved. But Paul used what was necessary for salvation. And he was not going to preach a watered-down man. Paul was not going to let any man not get away. He was going to preach the word. And the word was telling him, they had to be baptized in the name of Jesus for the remission of our sins. 
Have you been down in Jesus' name? We can't preach the water down there. We can't preach the scared there. We must stand on the truth. As soon as they were baptized, Paul laid hand on them. That same amen one that they were afraid of now had become to be they friends and amen. He had some power behind him. He laid hands on them. When he had when he did this, the Holy Ghost came upon them. The Holy Ghost came upon them. And they began speaking with tongues. Amen. They began to speak with tongues, and the Spirit of God gave them utterance. When they heard it, it was to go down in Jesus' name, for the mission of sin, and Paul laid hands on them. The Holy Ghost came on them, and they were speaking another tongue as the Spirit of God gave them. Give some praise to the Lord. Hallelujah. If, if it was this outward sign of baptism, of the Spirit, that that Paul knew God had filled them with the Holy Ghost. His outward sign. They began to speak in other tongues. I Paul know that God was upon them and in them when they began to speak in unknown tongues, and the Spirit of God came to them. Are you down in everything? Have you been baptized in Jesus' name? Have you heard of the Holy Ghost? Well, the Messiah has arrived. It is here. He said that you, after that, after that you receive it, you should have power. Come on, you ever have that old Holy Ghost power? That supernatural power, power that you cannot do anything with your own self. It's beyond your ability. Hey, man, you got to have Jesus. Now, the outward side proves that they had the Holy Ghost. There are many people today claiming that they, amen, well, if I got Jesus, I got the Holy Ghost. Well, if the outward side is that is to prove it. If the outward side is not that to prove it, you don't have the Holy Ghost. You need to stay down and be in this and die with power from on high. Stay there. Go back to Jerusalem. If you stay there, don't you leave. Until amen, you can be filled with the Holy Ghost. It is essential for us to be filled with the Holy Ghost today. If we're going to go back with Jesus, Paul, amen, knew God had filled them, amen, with the Holy Ghost. This baptism, amen, of the Spirit is what Jesus spoke about in Luke 24, 49, when he said, Behold, I will send the troubles of my Father upon you. But tarry ye in the city of Jerusalem. Tarry ye in the city of Jerusalem. Until ye be indictable with power from the Lord High. Amen. Go to Jerusalem. Jerusalem can be anywhere your church is. Headquarters. Go there. Stay there until you get feel. It ain't enough to just say, Lord, forgive me for my sin. And you say, be obedient to the whole word of God. 
say that to you, good job. We're talking from about receiving the baptism, amen. The Spirit is not only a component of salvation, but part of salvation. It also empowers us to share the word of God with the world around us. See, when you get the Holy Ghost, it gives you Holy Ghost. You can share the word of God. And it's not you be speaking anymore. It's Jesus speaking through you. Hallelujah. We must share the gospel with everybody. Everybody. We must share the gospel with everybody. There is no ethnic group that we should not spread the gospel with. There are no white people that we should not spread the gospel. No Chinese people that we should not spread the gospel. No Mexicans that we should not spread the gospel. No black that we should not spread. We are a proof to everybody. Yes, yes. God told all the world, the world that He gave His only begotten Son, that whosoever believes in Him shall have earth and have everlasting life. The gospel is for everybody. Yes. the entire world. God does not intend for anyone to be left untouched by the gospel. Yes. Matter of fact, the gospel, the Bible says, when this gospel is preached to all nations, when it's preached to amen to everybody, he says, then it shall end be. God wants everybody to be touched by this gospel. Yes. He's not willing that any should perish. All come to each other. It is not the one gospel. There ain't no two gospels. There ain't no three gospels. It's one gospel. I believe Paul says, Amen in Galatians. Oh, foolish Galatians, who has you with you? Who has tricked you that you should not obey the gospel? Who has told you that there is another gospel besides the gospel of Jesus Christ? There is not the one gospel. Paul began, it is his will and desire, amen, that everyone be saved for that to happen. Someone has to spread the message, and someone has to respond to the call of God. Are you spreading the message of this gospel of Jesus Christ? Are you telling men, women, boys, and girls about this message? I'm sure, amen, if you tell somebody, somebody is going to respond. All of us not going to be saved, but somebody's going to hear you if you preach in the gospel. All he told you to do is preach. One can walk, and other can plant. But God will get increase. You just be obedient to go out there and preach the word. So this disciples in Matthew 28, 29, and 20. Go ye therefore and teach all nations. Teach all nations. That's not in in the name. Not of the name, but baptizing them in the name. The name is Jesus. Baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son. And all of the Holy Ghost, teaching them to observe all things 
We have a need for spiritual weapons because we are engaged in a spiritual battle. Why not without a Sunday school lesson this morning? Amen. Put on the whole arm of God. We are engaged in a spiritual warfare. We need spiritual weapons. You need prayer. You need the word of God. You need passion to pray. You need witness. You need meditation. The enemy of our soul does not like it when revival breaks forth and souls being saved. Oh, when the, when the enemy, enemy is here of a revival because of the word of God is being preached, they don't like it. The enemy of our soul does not like it when revival breaks forth and souls are being saved. To try and stop the work, he will raise up opposition. In every opportunity, every opportunity, amen, that the devil can raise up, his soul will be saying he's going to fight against So don't you think it's strange, amen, when five or trials come? Don't you think it's strange? You said I was doing so good. Then you didn't know a little later on, amen, that somebody, amen, down the road, amen, what's going to hit you? All faith and opposition. In the midst of a revival, here comes the devil. The Holy Ghost, amen, is dealing good with the people that's getting saved, people that's getting delivered. And here comes the devil. I don't know how you've been in that position now, but I have. So, amen, after the conversion of these disciples in Ephesus, there was rumors around the city about the effect of the gospel message was happening. Now, amen, the devil is saying, amen, the gospel message is messing up our business. These people around here preaching Jesus, making out of a business, amen, uh, Paul, they're not paying them attention to us anymore. And people in love with their sin, especially it brings amen them prophets. People that are in love with their sin, when the gospel comes, amen, and you tell them you don't have to be bound down to that God and this God, amen, it affects their economy. They don't want to hear that. They don't want you preaching the gospel. They don't want you preaching the gospel. They don't want your soul free. And they will just a movement of God in their community. They will let me get some people out of here. Don't, don't let them come into the city and preach the gospel. Because they're running out of business. Demetrius. He had opposition against all. Paul of the third Demetrius is. Demetrius was a, a coppersmith. Demetrius, amen, he was a civil smith, I'm sorry.
and was strong. He had a strong voice of opposition to the revival in heaven. We got to stop Paul so Paul messing up our business. And I'm sure, amen, he was going to other, amen, like Tibble Smith, amen, telling them, amen, have you heard what that man Paul has done? He called it out of a business, amen, is the place. Paul arrived in Ephesus and had consumed with worshiping all of the goddess of fertility. When he arrived, amen, there was a goddess of fertility. Such a goddess, amen, that people were bowed down to, paying money to see. And Paul let them know that they were idolatry. That was one moment in the outside of God. And that, amen, got on to meet his nerves because it began, amen, take away this business. Paul mentioned the salvation, amen, in direct opposition, amen, of idol worship and idol making. We got so much idol worship, amen, in our country today. The gospel needs to be preached. Where all this idolatry is at. And worship another God. The Bible says, Thou shalt have no other God before me. I'll make you any graven image or any likeness thereof. Preach the gospel. Ministers that God has called. You don't have to be a minister. Amen is the truth of gospel. You can be amen a child of God that God has called. Amen. And you are there, amen. Just preach the gospel. Preach the word. But you are running the opposition. Don't think it's going to be all smooth. And don't think, amen, everybody in there that you're preaching the gospel to, go like you. Amen. Jeremiah said, recognize in my wounds. I got my wounds. Amen. In a, uh, upon my brain. Where were the friends that they were right in the house of God with me? So we didn't go in and preach that straight because I was preaching. You were running to opposition. Your brother, your blood brother, your blood sister, your blood mother, your children, they were not like you. Amen. When you really preached the gospel of Jesus Christ. How do I know it? Because I, I'm going through some of this. But it's not going to deter me. I'm going to preach the gospel. Why do they like me in that? I won't still preach the gospel. You have a responsibility. Amen. The greed of the idolatry makers caused them to become fearless with the results of the ministry of followers. Demetrius, amen, he got mad, he got mad. It's all right that they were getting mad. Paul Messer, amen, of salvation, amen, was directly opposed to the worship of idleness and idolatry. Demetrius has made a living of building shrines of Darius the temple. Of Dynasty herself. I thought he was making a living. One can imagine how revival swept through infancy would cut into the prophet rapidly. 
When that revival comes through, it comes into the prophet of Demetrius. He was making as much money as he was. You know the devil don't like that. The devil don't like nothing. Amen. Will stop his pleasure. Demetrius, amen. Was, he was quick, amen, to hurt the accuse. Accused against Paul, and the Ephesian Christians. He charged them, amen, with destroying the livelihood of, of, of his craft. He charged them, amen, that he was, they were, amen, the, the gospel was breaking up his livelihood. Hang down the wall of a place. The devil don't like that. When you tear down the wall of a place, they don't like that. But Jesus said, Lord, I'll be with you, even to the end of the world. Oh, praise the Lord. Stand down, amen, as the prophet. Uh, 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 he then accused them, amen, of destroying the temple of dynasty, which was one of the leading business in the city. You know he was made. Stop making that money. That's why the Bible says the Lord of money is the root of what? All evil. Because that's all he was after, that money. But Paul was after man's soul. Finally, he said that their preaching was getting hindered, was, was, was hindering towards from coming to Ephesus. He said they think it was headed to us. They don't want to come, amen. Churches don't want to come no more, amen, and, and, and see the dynasty, amen, that will be built because, amen, the gospel will be free, and they didn't want to hear the gospel. Thank you do good for Jesus, people. They're still trying to enter today. Thank you, Jesus. Thank Anytime great revival breaks out, we can rest secure. The enemy will not like it. There will be opposition from within and without. It's going to be from inside and without. They're going to try to stop the word of God from being preached. But amen, Paul encouraged him in this preach. The word in Caesar, preach the word out of Caesar. Rebuke that God was all long suffering and done. Don't let nothing stop you from preaching the word of God. Yes, you know that it's changing people. Oh, changing them from a wicked way. Keep on preaching. God is the one that gives you strength. And the young rule, people enjoy living in their sin. People, amen, they enjoy living in their sin. They are not happy, amen, when anyone creates a climate for people to leave sin and serve God. They are not happy. They don't want to see people, they please say it and turn up. I've heard so many times, amen. Parents are telling, amen. Young people, young women, amen. Young men, you are too young to devote your whole life to the Lord. You got a life to live. Go out there and live your life. Don't go to church and give your whole life to the Lord. They don't know the power of God. Paul did not let amen opposition discord him, but keep him from continuing amen from preaching the word of God. 
He preached in such a way, amen, that people responded and began to walk away from idolatry. He preached till they felt the anointing and the power of God, until they walked away from the circle world and come into Jesus Christ. Preach the word, children. Preach the word. Uh, amen. The people of the Ephesus, amen, they were converted. When Paul, amen, when people are converted, they face, amen, the fact, amen, that no God made by human hands or human imagination has power. They were worshiping them, oh, I was God, amen, and they couldn't speak, they couldn't sing, they couldn't help nobody, and they were worshiping them. They realized that this God could help them. But oh, when they found the real God, they gave glory to the real God. When you find Jesus, under John, what day would you baptize under? Under John baptism, with John said, "There is one coming after me that's greater than I am. He shall baptize you with the fire and Holy Ghost." Hallelujah! And you receive that gift of the Holy Ghost, speaking another tongue as the Spirit of God gave you a ring. They represent people the world say, Amen, because they don't want to amen. You should be delivered from your sin. Enjoy your useful life. But Jesus was a young man about 12 years old. And when they found him, he was about his father's business. There ain't no hell. It is not about age. It is about amen who you serve. He said, I call the young because they are strong. I call the old for counsel. Your old man was being dreaming, and your young man just in vision. I told him, I hand up your handmaids and your servants. I'm going to pour out my spirit upon all of them. My God, that's what happened on the day of Pentecost. Oh, this revival, amen, was not continued. Contained in Ephesus only. In Acts 19, 26, even Demetrius himself acknowledged that when he said, Moreover, you see and hear that not alone in Ephesus, but almost throughout all Asia, they couldn't stop this revival, amen, from hitting from one city to the other. God's word, preach the word. Somebody go hear the word of the Lord. My God, and receive the power of the Holy Ghost. Paul had persuaded, amen, the turning away with people, amen, saying that they uh, be no God. Amen. No one no God be thy God that you find down to say no God. There is not the one true God, and that is Jesus Christ himself. God bless you. My God, my God, my God. I get excited. We're going to talk about these things, amen. And if you receive the Holy Ghost since you believe, we must share the gospel in spite of opposition, in spite of what they say and they're going to do to you, amen. Single, the Bible says they're going to catch some of us in the prison. Yes, some of us going to be, amen, persecuted severely for the word of God. In any way. Oh, that's river. And he says, I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ, for it is the power of God and the salvation. I'm going to preach. If 
people can't do nothing else. I'm going to preach the word of God. Like the apostle Paul, we do have a calling from God to share the gospel. Amen. Uh, with the world around us, we got a calling. If God can call you, oh, yes, God, call me to this gospel. I can't do nothing but preach. I can't help it. I got to say help it. I've got to preach the gospel. Hallelujah. God has, God has uh, not, no other plan than to use the church to spread the good news. The church is the one in the spread the good news. Thank God, amen, we are the body of Jesus Christ. Governments and politics today are not as free Christians as they once religious freedom. Listen, my beloved, preach the word in Jesus. Preach the word out of Jesus. May God bless you, but preach the word. The McDonald's is food you buckle in with your seatbelt deal. And there's no reason not to take that extra precaution, because a meal from McDonald's is not just a meal. It's often your most precious cargo. Now get a free sausage McMuffin with egg when you download the McDonald's mobile app. McDonald's. I'm loving it. Free sausage McMuffin with egg valid one time through 4-3-2022 at participating McDonald's. Download and registration required. Fresh groceries are Kroger's thing. That's why they do freshness checks on the items in your delivery order at every step of their journey from farms to Kroger stores and pick and pack every blue, raz, and strawberry in your free pickup order with the utmost care. Because they believe in treating your food the same way they'd want theirs to be treated. It's kind of like the golden rule, only for, like, fresh fruit and stuff. Order now using the mobile app. They're fresh every day, so shop anyway. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Free pickup on orders of $35 or more. Restrictions may apply.